How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode 22 of Conversations with a Tech Recruiter. I'm your host, Dean Kulawira. And uh, what I'll be speaking about today is how to make the most of working with a recruiter. Now, obviously, in your job search, and I've said it before, you will eventually at some point, uh, whatever your stance is or, or, or attitude or opinion is towards recruiters, you will at some point be working closely with a recruiter. Now, given that I'm primarily um, coming in with a perspective from a staffing agency, uh, as a staffing agency recruiter, uh, what I'm speaking about here, obviously, is that situation whereby I'm speaking specifically about staffing agency recruiters. Now, uh, this could probably still apply to a corporate or in-house or HR recruiters. But uh, again, my perspective is definitely more from the staffing agency side. And what I'll be talking about today is how to make the most of that relationship you have with your point of contact at the staffing agency, whether or not they're representing you for a position. So I hope this in, this uh, particular episode gives you a lot of information and insights into how to make how, how to make the most of that relationship. Now, now, look, if you've been on the job market for any length of time, you will at some point be applying to a role through a recruiter with a staffing agency, right? Now, before I get into how to best make the, make you know make best use of working with a staffing agency, I, I wanted to first cover why working with an agency is something you should make use of throughout your job search. So just a couple of benefits that come to mind. Number one, the agency usually has a direct line of communication and contact with the primary decision makers of the hiring process. So what I'm talking about here is... Uh, actual decision makers and people influencing the hiring decision decision at the company, right? Now, this could be the actual supervisor or manager that's looking to hire someone that'll be reporting to them directly, and maybe that's the role you're interested in. Uh, could be someone at uh, the director or vice president or, or C-level even. Um, so usually, and, and usually when uh, on the staffing agency side, we usually tend to try and make uh, those relationships uh, uh, as much as possible, right? Now, that being said, that does not mean we bypass, uh, you know, any HR contacts or HR individuals at the organization who play a very important role in the process. We certainly have those relationships as well. And even in that case, uh, what that what that allows us to do as an agency is build these relationships with various uh, stakeholders and influencers and decision makers within the organization, which gives us a pretty strong um, line of communication, right? With these various uh, individuals. Uh, benefit number two, if it's a client that uh, the, the agency has been conducting business with over a long period of time, and again, have a strong relationship with uh, not just one person, but maybe a couple of individuals at the company, then the agency will have a great insight into the organization and have probably made previous placements for the team uh, that you could that, that you might be applying for. Or even if not, they've uh, if it's been a long-standing relationship, they've made uh, definite placements um, perhaps in other teams, maybe perhaps divisions, maybe even in different, uh, you know, totally different skill sets. But given that there is a record of success, uh, the organization definitely has a, a good working relationship with the agency and, and highly likely to consider your profile uh, if it's being presented by the agency uh, that, that you're working with. Uh, benefit number three, a great staffing agency with strong relationships will have the ability to persuade and or influence their clients. And, and, and again, all those various stakeholders and influencers and decision makers. Now, I've experienced this a number of times whereby even um, the first response from an organization is like, no, we don't want to meet this candidate or no, we don't want to move ahead with the candidate. At least because of that direct line of communication, 
myself as a recruiter, I'm able to counter that and I at least put myself in a position where I can attempt to change the client's mind or change the, the decision maker's mind or change the stakeholder's mind. And uh, th- that's, a, that's, again, another great benefit of working with an agency. And, and, and uh, now that being said, folks, that does not mean all agencies are going to uh, take that t- take that uh, kind of a response when they f- or face any type of hurdle or an initial no or, or uh, non-interest from the client. But if you're working with a very good and a very strong uh, recruiter at the agency, highly likely they'll take they'll they'll take whatever necessary steps to see if they can help change the mind of uh, of their client before they uh, come back to you with um, that potentially or possible negative feedback or, or feedback that they want to pass on your profile at this time. But in any case, like that strong relationship definitely puts the recruiter in a position to see if they can change the other the, the client's mind, uh, their client's mind. Uh, next benefit, a staffing agency can provide further intel about the role, the project, the company, and uh, the key players, the decision makers, which you might not be able to get otherwise, right? And uh, this is probably one of the major benefits of working, again, with a great recruiter that's representing you, that has a strong understanding of the position, uh, what their client's looking for, and all those other various aspects that that you might not be able to get had you applied for the role directly. And uh, that could be uh, awareness of who the uh, who the individual's uh, who might be uh, attending the interview might be, what they're like, what role do they play in the organization. And as, aside from that, um, aside from what you might have received as, as the only document to really prepare for the interview, that is to say the job description, the agency and a really good agency with a great relationship with their client would be able to provide you with more information aside from the job description and the real nuts and bolts about why they're looking to hire for the position, what the project entails, what's, what the problem they're facing is, what, what are the key components that would make a candidate successful in the role. These are also some other crucial um, additional information and intel that will help you better prepare yourself for the interview and the meeting and, and know exactly how you need to position yourself at the meeting. Uh, and the next benefit they might the, the the agency might have multiple career opportunities which might interest you with several clients you can explore so uh, if it, if there are, if you're a great candidate with a great skill set and 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 you know let's say we present you for one particular opportunity hey look if there's other opportunities available with other clients as well no issue in us presenting you for for each and every opportunity that might be a potential fit for you so um, that's another great benefit right if it's a great agency with great clients and 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 also they they rec- frequently recruit for your skill set there's a high possibility they might have multiple options available for you. So at least you can put yourself out there. And hey, you know what? At the end of the day, it's up to you, right? Like which opportunity you want to pursue or which one you want to take up an offer with. So look, moving right along, folks, how, how do you make the make the most of working with a staffing agency, right? Given all those benefits I just explained. All right, fine. For, you know, fair enough, Dean. All right, working with an agency has its benefits. Now, how do I make the most of that relationship? So look, here are some tips. So firstly... Take note of recruiters you have come into contact with that you feel confident in working with and make a note to connect with them periodically. Like you never know when they might have an opportunity to help advance your career. If you're not on the market at the moment, make your list of top recruiters and reach out to them first to find out what they're working on. And uh, look, folks, here's the thing. Like you need to, you need to, it's, it's a long-term strategy. A lot of you are only thinking about recruiters or reaching out to your network or reaching out to people for, for new opportunities when you're on the market. But look, the truth is, even when you are employed, when you're not looking, that's the best time for you to keep nurturing those relationships and keep uh, keep ensuring that, you know, those certain recruiters that you have uh, on the top of your list that you feel uh, you're confident with and highly and, and who are highly effective and, and, and you know that they're going to give you like a high level of service and take care of you. 
you need to be keeping in touch with them throughout your career. It's not just when you're on the market for work. And uh, if you're currently employed, again, this does not mean that I'm, I'm not asking you to go ahead and, uh, and you know, leave your job and, 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 and see what the recruiters are working on and, and, and put yourself out there in that sense. Uh, by the way, if you want to do that, of course, that's entirely up to you. But, but my point is, what you want to do is when you're employed, when you're happily employed, every quarter, I say every quarter or so, reach out to your recruiter contacts and for no other reason than to just keep them updated about what you're up to, what you're doing, what type of projects you're working on, what's changed since the last time you spoke with them. Uh, did you learn any, any new skill sets or technologies or tools or frameworks? These, these, by the way, folks, these, these are the types of conversations that'll keep you on top of the recruiter's mind when, when a great opportunity becomes available. Because guess what? It, it, let's say you're in touch with the recruiter now and you reach out to them and let's say you're happy, you found a job or whatnot, and you don't reach out to them for maybe a year or two or two years or three years. Hey, if an opportunity comes up and they don't think about you, they're not going to reach out to you. And even if you're not actively looking for work, there's a possibility that if the right opportunity came, you might be open to at least having a conversation. But how do you get to that conversation if they don't even think about you or they don't remember you? Uh, or, or the fact that what if they find someone, find, uh, find it, well, whatever amount of candidates they need to present to their clients before they even get to your name on the list? So because of that, you want to make sure that as much as possible, you're the first person they think about when it comes to that, to your specific skill set. And in order to do that, you need to maintain that communication. So just keep that in mind. Uh, now, the next tip is have realistic expectations about working with a staffing agency. Look, agency recruiters generally receive job requirements from their clients and then proceed to search for candidates and, and talent and skill sets based on those requirements. So the extent to which a recruiter can assist you in your job search is dependent on what opportunities are available with their clients, right? Now, this does not mean you shouldn't be you should not be reaching out to recruiters. When the right opportunity does become available, make sure they think of you first, which connects to what I was speaking about before, folks, right? You need to maintain that communication and keep in touch and ensure that you're the first person that the recruiter thinks of or, or reaches out to. Uh, when they when the recruiter thinks of, uh, you know, hey, I'm looking, you know, I'm looking for a project manager right now. Yeah, you know, I know Jane, she's a she's a perfect candidate for the role. She's always in touch with me, always in contact with me. Let me reach out to her first. If not first, maybe second, maybe third. Uh, the point is, folks, you want to be the first person on the recruiter's mind. And in order, to, in order to do that, you have to nurture and keep that relationship going. So look, for those of you who are currently employed and listening to this, uh, I want you to put it on your calendar every quarter, every quarter. This is not very frequent, folks. All right. I'm not asking. I'm not telling you to go like uh, reach out to your recruiter contacts every week, every quarter. Reach out to your recruiters. Just just have a general conversation. Just a quick, just a quick catch up. And uh, let them know what you're up to. That's it. That, that's pretty much all it is. Every quarter, just let them know what's going on. Ask about them, of course. And um, maintain that relationship. Uh, next tip. When approaching a recruiter, whether through a phone call, email, LinkedIn, or any other mode of communication, have a clear intention in mind. Like, what is the purpose of your contact and what do you want from them? Is it an introductory call to introduce yourself because you're not really on the market at the moment? Or are you on the market and you just want to find out what they're working on? You need to have a clear intention in mind, folks. This is a mistake a lot of candidates make reaching out to me. It's just not clear what exactly or why exactly they're reaching out to me. A lot of candidates reach out to me and say, hey, Dean, I need your guidance. All right, fair enough. But guidance with what? Like, what are you asking? Like so, some candidates, what, they, what they're implying is they need guidance on what uh, open opportunities I'm working on. Others might mean that they need guidance on what's going wrong in their job search or others might need guidance on uh, whether I'm anticipating something in the future. 
uh, recruiters are not clairvoyant, folks. You got to be clear about what you want and, and be clear about your intention and what you need help with or, or what you need assistance with or what type of roles you're looking for. Uh, don't leave anything to chance. Be very clear about what is it, what it, what it is, or whatever it is uh, you're seeking in in terms of your job search and the types of roles and the type of opportunities you're looking for. So, look, I hope those tips are very helpful for you, and I uh, hope everybody keeps those things uh, top of mind uh, during the course of your job search as you're reaching out to and connecting with staffing agencies and with recruiters. And I hope these tips would would assist you and and help you and making the most of that relationship and not just making the most of the relationship when you're on the market for work, but even when you're not and when you're uh, when you're happily employed and working. Because what you don't want to be in, in, in is in a situation whereby you suddenly find yourself uh, looking for another opportunity for whatever the circumstances are, whatever the reasons are, and not really having strong relationships or not knowing who to call on or contact on. Because the last time uh, and, and because the last time you, you, you uh, spoke with a great recruiter, it was like a year ago or two year, years ago, and you don't even remember them. You can't remember their contact information. You don't have that any of that down. So this is why you want to have all your chess pieces in place so that when you're in a situation where you you need to be in touch with the recruiter and especially uh, someone that you're confident in and who's going to provide you with a high level of service and you know it's going to help you moving forward, you want to keep you want to uh, maintain those relationships and keep them on top of mind and uh, in maintaining those relationships guess what the recruiter will keep you on top of mind as well if you keep that consistent uh, flow of communication and uh, every now and then when they have the when, when even if you're employed even if you're not on the market they will run opportunities by you and that's when you what you want to make sure keeps happening because hey uh, like i said folks you might be in a position where you want to make a move from your current organization or you might be in a position where you uh, really want to make a move to some some other type of opportunity and uh, keeping in touch and maintaining that communication with your recruiter context will benefit you. So look, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope that information was helpful for, for all of you listening. Uh, again, um, my name is Dean Kulawira. I'm your host, and uh, this has been another episode of Conversations with a Tech Recruiter. Thanks again for tuning in, and I uh, look forward to uh, speaking again next week.